0: Hi, Minder. <laughs> hi.
1: You fucking hope my dog. Yeah, I'm sure everybody heard my dog bark right in the middle of the goddamn beginning of the episode because I didn't the day we're having here. I didn't. So
0: I don't think anyone else will. Okay, good. Uh, Hi. <laughs> we're here. Yeah, we're here. It's been a fucking day. <laughs> i can't say anything it hasn't really been a day for me but nikki's had a trying day in a few days so
1: yeah i'm done (laughs) i'm done i don't want to know more (laughs) and that works with our topic today so uh we're gonna do what we can uh if you're watching i have new hair it's fun and bright and purple and blue and green and really fucking short So, if you're watching, you get to see my new hair. It kind of goes with our logo. It does. If you uh, notice and you're watching in the top corner, you'll notice by now because I've changed our logo to the new one. When this airs, it'll be changed. Yay! Yay! That's the news! Um, We are giving the show a facelift. We've already said it. So, face has been lifted. We have new things. I'm just going to do this to my hair. Because <laughs> it's pissing me off right now. So we're just gonna... Maybe we do, like, the sexy, like, thing here. What do you think?
0: I look like now, Danny Phantom. It's also giving um, Disney villain vibes now. <laughs> yeah, girl.
1: Sexy Disney Phantom villain. You look, you look villain. like in
0: Descendants. Like... The- in Descendants,
1: yeah. Ooh, ooh, can I mohawk it? Yeah. Fucking right I did. I just faux-hawked it
0: alfalfa (laughs) also um (laughs) welcome everybody yeah um...
1: welcome hi this is what you're watching slash listening to is a tism show um where we can't stay on topic to save our lives um and new things are shiny and fun uh we are two neurodivergent best friends traveling the neuroverse together because we are living in a neurotypical world and we are not neurotypical girls i'm nikki and that's a Mm -hmm. Say
0: hi, Aminder. Hi, Aminder. And yes, this is the NeuroDivergent Convergent podcast. Yeah. Let it be. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Um, so,
1: as we started with, it's been a day and we'll get into that and what's going on. Um, it's really just, you know, par for the course shit, nothing crazy. But um, we have fun and fuckery for you as usual. If this is your first time listening, just, here we are. Get used to it. Nothing ever goes like we want it to here. It's fine. This is part of it, um, but we like to have a little bit of fun. We like to talk about some shit, and then we like to sandwich the end a- end bit, the ass end of it, is fuckery. So if you stick around past the the good middle bit of the Oreo, if you stay for the creamy content, you get the extra crispy cookie <laughs> at the end <laughs> of the fuckery. So the first Oreo is fun. The content is the creamy goodness in the middle and then the back half ass end of the Oreo is the fuckery. So now we're going to hit you with the fun because I don't have many brain cells left to spare or spoons. And so we need to do this quickly. I have lit our candles. um, So they are now going. I like to, to light little birthday candle babies before we start this every time because I'm witchy. And woo woo, and I like to set little intentions and pick little colors that make me happy. So I've picked green and dark blue to symbolize what's going on in my fun hair and our new logo. Mm -hmm. Yay! Yay! So let's have let let's do it. I had my son help me with this one again. My oldest, partially, um, amender. Okay. What for me?
0: I need a plural noun. His
1: entry is fucking Jeremy's did he actually say that or he he... said effing jeremy's okay so but i of course will say fucking jeremy's (laughs) okay okay uh adverb sneakily Sneakily. also his entry
0: come on i will let you know when
1: it's not his entry
0: okay come on pen work because
1: there there's one you're going to be like, please, God, tell me that's not what he said. Because he's only 11.
0: Uh, verbetting and I-N-G. Beating. <laughs> this one actually makes sense. Oh, boy. Uh, adjective. Believe it or not, fugly.
1: <laughs> to which I burst out laughing because I haven't heard fugly in very long time. <laughs> Probably since high school. For yes. Me. <laughs> uh noun and again i tell you he's 11 and likes to game minigun
0: yeah doesn't he play fortnite or did play fortnite yeah. or something to which i said to him
1: damn this is aggressive and so <laughs> i chose for the next word verb. aggressive which is a verb
0: aggressive is a verb is it not isn't I mean, like you're being aggressive is that's an adjective you're being aggressive
1: fuck you're right shit
0: God aggress? Damn it. Is that a verb?
1: No, I got that mess. I got it mixed up. Sorry. I put it in the wrong spot. I think Be I told aggressive. him adjective. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Yeah, I put that in the wrong spot. Okay, so...
0: Uh, aggress is a verb. Means to make an attack. No, we're not going to do that. That sounds okay. silly. How about...
1: Skip it. Move on. We'll come to okay. one at the
0: end. Uh, Noun? door. door is also his. uh plural noun.
1: Not his. I repeat not his. <laughs> <Cock> rings. Because <laughs> we have to have one really inappropriate one.
0: <laughs> it's our last one in the Pokemon Lib. We gotta make it good. Okay. uh noun. Mm, um vessel. Vessel. I literally just watched a Jacksepticeye episode where he was confused, being confused between the words vessel and vassal. He's like, what is mm-hmm. like looking it up on real time. Like, what is this one? The- vassal means to like vacillate, right? No, vassal. It like in that in his context was like someone that owns, like to be the vassal of land. Like I guess to, like own the land. Oh, like, I've never okay. heard it in that term. Yeah, it's like I've um, it's V A S. Yeah, v a s s a l. It basically is like you're a you're a feudal lord, like that type of thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like he, I'm the vassal of this land. Um. Okay. okay. Uh, that's your word of the day, fellas. A uh, vassal. Mm-hmm. Um. Noun. Spine. Spine. Uh huh. Okay. Like the thing that holds your body upright. I couldn't hear if you tell if you said spine or spying. Um, oh, okay. See, see. don't worry, uh, Ray and Micah, I can't hear English either. So, <laughs> like, in- regular accents from my area, so it's not just what um, Occupation? Preacher. Preacher. Oh, no. Hold on. And then, when you get a chance... I had to silence by
1: crotch goblins, they were hollering in the other room.
0: Okay. Uh, adjective. Uh, precarious. 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 Noun. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. On top of spaghetti, I'll cover. I'll cover my, my teeth. Uh, adjective. Devious. Devious. I don't know who that person is, but I think this probably would describe her. Um, Person in room.
1: He said, what's one of them Jeremy characters? And I said, how about Finnegan?
0: Okay. I'll put Finnegan the fainting goat. Love it. And then I
1: need a place. And because you know your nephew well, you're going to know that this was all him. (laughs) The vast nothingness of the fifth dimension. (laughs) <laughs> oh my
0: That's god! My
1: kid. <laughs> and then we need a verb. Still, yes, yes. Okay, let's think of a really inappropriate verb.
0: Because mm-hmm. it's the no. last one. Oh god! I don't know. <laughs> this is why I can't improv. You know, I can't. I can't think okay, of. Give me a second. Give me a second. It will come to me. Um.
1: Maybe if I hit myself in the head enough, it'll come to me. Uh, ejaculate. <laughs> ejaculate. <laughs> mm. Done deal. We did it.
0: Yay! Yay!
1: Okay. Final word picking for the Pokemon Madlib in the bag.
0: Mm-hmm. We right, ended on a bang. If you know what I mean. it on a read bang. to me. You didn't get my pun. It's okay. Um, I would? I said we can end it on a bang. Oh! I see what you did there. <laughs> um, okay. This one's called Becoming League Champion, which this is fitting that it's the last Mad Lib because that's like For the last sure. thing you do in a game. Um. Okay. So you've completed the Pokemon League, collected your eight fucking Jeremy's, and sneakily <laughs> defeated the Elite Four. It's time to think about beating the league champion. See, makes sense. Okay, sure. The fuggly work begins now. Mm-hmm. Pokemon League Champion, also known as League Minigun, is the highest rank a Pokemon trainer can ejaculate. Oh, no. <laughs> you, will oh, no. Have <laughs> you will have the respect and door of other trainers and enjoy all the cock rings your region has to offer. Oh, no. Uh, Including your own champion's vessel. But beware. Other trainers will now have to be looking to take your spine from you. Mm -hmm. If you lose to another preacher, which that's why I was like, oh, no. I'm just imagining 10-year-olds fighting a preacher. This is so bad. This is so, so bad. (laughs) This is so bad. Oh, no. Sorry, religious people. but um... Oh, dear
1: God. And the fact that my kid picked most of these.
0: <laughs> oh God! Okay, keep going. You must give your precarious spaghetti to them, unless they don't <laughs> want it. Notable. Cha-
1: <laughs> stop it! Yes. Oh, stop it! Okay. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Notable champions include the devious Cynthia, Sinnoh region; Diantha, Kalos region; and Finnegan, the fainting goat. The vast nothingness of fifth dimension. <laughs> Do you okay. think you have what it takes to be a Pokemon League champion? Go for it. <laughs> the oh end. Unless they don't want it. Unless they and don't so want it. Give them your precarious spaghetti, unless they don't want it. So, for that, I mean. we are okay. done. Yay. Done. Yay. Okay, let's both show it at the same time. Mm hmm. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. We did get we did get a new Elfine. one. We they should did. make a banner it says Elfine. Elfine. <laughs> and we did get a new one. So that has that they have come in, so we will yeah. you guys will experience have a new it. Mad Lib.
1: So I, I don't shall have...
0: tease it. You want to tease mine's it? In my... Sure. Mine's in the mailbox. Or we can wait till the
1: end. Remind me. Okay. Yeah, mine's that in the mailbox. Is for stick around. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you see it pays to stick around to the fuckery. Yeah. So, I almost burnt my arm on the candles.
0: What a bad pyro you are.
1: I know. I smell it, too.
0: It must have got some of my hairs. It's fine. <laughs> See? Free waxing, basically.
1: Yeah. Well, it shouldn't really be literally right here next to me. It should really be elsewhere. But here we are.
0: Maybe I can get it to go. Oh, sure can't. We're not even going to try so what's our topic for today? Our topic for
1: today. We are revisiting a um, previous topic, which was uh, pathological demand avoidance, or what is also known as, I have come to understand, persistent drive for autonomy or demand for autonomy. I can't remember which it is. But there's also, because they, they feel like... Yeah, pervasive... Pervasive
0: drive for autonomy.
1: There you go. That's what it is. Um, I feel like it does sound a little less harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, than pathological demand avoidance. Yeah. Um, it, it seems. Which sounds little... like you're being an
0: asshole. Just something. Like it you're does. Being an
1: asshole. Sounds like pathological liar, which is not the best quality to have. Um, or like I think i like sociopath. Like every time. Yeah. It's like she's Not just pathologically logical. demand avoidant. It sounds negative, so mm-hmm. I think I like persist. What is it again? Not persistent. Pervasive. Pervasive drive. Drive for autonomy. For autonomy. Okay, I'm gonna figure that out at some point. I need to close this window. Hold, please. It's a distracting me. Go away. Thank you. Um. So, as mentioned, I'm gonna do my best to get through this, but unmedicated today. Um, I wanted to revisit this because I feel like the more that this keeps popping up in our realm on the internet, right? In our, our little corner of the internet, the more I realize that I think I might have this profile of autism. Mm -hmm. And I was listening back to our episode we did on this, which was episode seven, by the way. Uh, the fucking goal of us to think <laughs> we could take
0: this topic on episode seven of our show <laughs> we had a lot we had a lot of ambitions back then we were like oh, oh. we're gonna just just talk about topics we have to no nothing about
1: oh over over my again. god i will say we were uh, uh we were nothing that was the same episode as we we're nothing if not inconsistent. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was the same episode as that. There was also the same episode that brought us Basic White Bitch of Sushi... Sushi Spice? Space... <laughs> <laughs> basic White Bitch of Sushi Spice. Mm-hmm. That's the same episode that brought us that. Um, What else? But yeah, episode seven. It was a good one. That was a good episode. But the gall of us to think we could take that topic on with just seven little episodes under our belts. Um so I kind of wanted to revisit it because it is a hefty fucker of of a, of a thing, right? So mm-hmm. I just sort of wanted to like the last time around we we kind of gave like the this is what the internet says about this, right? And I I, I might like we can definitely like go back and um like touch on a couple things if you want to, but I more wanted to talk about like How I feel like, god damn it. Yawn
0: counter. Where's our yawn counter banners? It's only only 717. Okay, here it goes.
1: Yawn counter one. We now have a banner that pops up, which so I don't have to go back and add it. It's real nice. I love this platform, by the way. I really do. This is great. This is the best thing we've ever done. No more fucking around with things. We've found our home. So this is great for us. But anyway, I digress. Burp. um if you want to since you have those pulled up and i'm not prepared yet again i am but not like as prepared as you can you just refresh us quickly on like like a little cliff notes version of what this is
0: Mm -hmm. that we're talking about so here's one website i found um, i don't know if this is the one we used last time or if we even used any websites but it's pdasociety.org.uk and every time someone says pda i just think public display of affection so that's why i it know me. <laughs> um or pda as in like like a blackberry i don't know what the <coughs> whoa What's going on go on okay like i don't know what pda stands for like in terms of like the blackberry but that's what i think about too um so it says what is demand avoidance demand avoidance involves not being able to do certain things at certain times either for yourself or others and also refers to the things we do in order to avoid demands it's a natural human trait avoiding demands is something we all do to different degrees and for different reasons when demand avoidance is more significant there can be many possible reasons for this um And then it gives a list of reasons. Autistic people may avoid demands or situations that trigger anxiety or sensory overload, disrupt routines, involve transitioning from one activity to another, and activities slash events they don't see the point of or have any interest in. They may refuse, withdraw, shut down, or escape in order to avoid these things. And then, just for another website, um, this one's called NeuroDiversionInsights.com. It says, pathological demand avoidance, PDA, also known as pervasive drive for autonomy, is a term used to describe a profile of autism. People with PDA can experience a fight, flight, or freeze response when faced with demands that threaten their autonomy, which can trigger intense emotional reactions. So there's just a little easy uh, definition for people that don't really understand what PDA is. Perfect.
1: So maybe we can throw those links in the show notes. God damn it. If I remember. Why? Why? Why, why, why? (laughs) Um, but anyway, I really just kind of wanted to touch on like what I kind of have been noticing about myself. Um, and the more I learn about this, like how this really shows up in my life. And then if, obviously if you could relate at all or can't, I'd be interested to know like your perspective as well, because I think it helps put into context, like whether this is like a all the time everyone thing, or like a is this like more of definitely a PDA thing. Mm-hmm. So I we've talked about it. Like my life has been batshit bananas crazy for like the past three months. Um, it slowed down a decent bit the last couple of weeks. I would say, but like. It's still been kind of batshit bananas, crazy motherfucking hell. So, I am definitely, um, incredibly burnt out, and I- I've yet to fully recover from this. Um, if anything, I'm just slowly just continuing to add to it. Um, so I'm not really helping myself at all, but. I have noticed that the more burnt out that I have gotten, the more demand avoidant I have become. Like, Mm -hmm. usually I can fight through these things and and just sort of muster it and figure out how to get the thing done, right? But this is like a very vulnerable moment for me right now to be like, I've been in such a shit place with this where it's like, literally my husband giving me a compliment makes me angry (laughs) because to me him complimenting me is like oh now there's an expectation either for me to respond in a oh, thank you. Or when I'm not in a good mood and don't really want to be happy-go-lucky anymore because I've masked all day. Or there's an expectation of, well, he's complimenting me, right? So he's looking for something. And it's like, that's not my husband. That's not true. Like He's not that person. But my brain is wired to take a compliment as an expectation of some kind of behavior on the other end of that. And it's like, That's always sort of been an issue for me. But, like, it's really bad right now. Like, I've had to... God damn it! This is so bad today. I'm gonna take this earbud out because it's bothering me. Um, I've had to... um, Like, really stop and think before I speak, too. Because, like... Like, today, for instance, it was really bad in like even you like and yesterday like even you asking me like what time are we recording i i like just didn't want to answer you (laughs) like i'm just not answering her right now like i'm just not doing it because i can't even i can't even muster enough spoons to answer your question like i just no like i no. you know what i mean like it's it's not even that I don't want to record because I want to do this, right? Like, I, I, I love doing this. This is one of my favorite things to do. I love seeing your face. I love our chats. It's like, but it, I literally feel like I need at least five days. God damn it. In
0: bed with
1: no expectations
0: at all. Is it are you yawning because you're looking at the yawn counter thing and you're seeing the word yawn, which causes people to yawn? Oh,
1: maybe. Hold on. Let's go. Let's do that. <laughs> maybe. It's possible. Um, We'll see if that helps me. So, um, yeah, I am struggling really bad right now. Like, it's been really, really bad. Um, And my husband has been pulling the weight of the entire house. Of all of the fucking responsibilities with the kids. Because he's trying desperately to take as much shit off my plate as possible. So that I can recover as much as possible. But he's also a human. And he also has needs. And he also can't do everything by himself. And also works a full-time job. So like. My house is probably the most disgusting it's been in a very long time. I'm to the point where I'm about to put gloves on. And throw some dishes away in my sink. because, And just go, bu- go out and buy new stuff. because. The thought of having to wash some of this stuff and the thought of making him have to wash some of the stuff that's been sat there for three weeks in the sink, it's worse than if I were to just put gloves on and, and muster through it, right? Like I'd rather go spend money to replace things than have
0: to wash. I mean, this right I've I've done that. I mean, I used to I got so at the time what I thought was just depression. I got so depressed one time. I literally threw all like my really gross dishes that i left in the sink into like a giant tub and then put that in my bathtub and then didn't yeah. touch them for months and eventually just threw them away that's why i like i used to have like a a certain like a certain i can't remember how many sets of dishes i had but i had like either six or eight of like plates and stuff and so i'm down to like five because i just threw away the other ones and i didn't care to yeah. clean them so i completely get it
1: so it's like it's burnout for sure but it's also like, because it's not depression. I'm
0: not depressed. I'm perfectly fine in that regard. Um, I think that's why, like, that's the kind of just harkens back to the whole women tend to get just get diagnosed with depression and not like anything anything else. So like, oh, you're right. not autistic, ADHD. You're just depressed. I know what depression feels like. I know what like mm-hmm. deep
1: fucking dark ass depression feels like. This is not that. Um, this is different. This is very different and and it's difficult to explain how it's different, but it's not that I want to lay in my bed because I am distraught and I am done with the world and I'm done with myself and I'm done with... It's not that. I am so... I'm feeling so expectationed out and so... Pulled in a million fucking directions. And I feel like there is literally never going to be time for me to do nothing. And I so desperately need time to do nothing that all of the things that are things I shouldn't really be ignoring are the things that are getting ignored. And the things that probably could be ignored are the things that I am choosing to do right now because those things don't feel like demands. But the dishes do, and brushing my teeth does, and um, putting away my laundry does, and going to work definitely does. Um, obviously, I'm going to work, I'm not missing work, but like, goddamn, <laughs> like it's <laughs> it takes everything I have right now just to get through a work day that when I get home, I am stuck in my bed. It's mm-hmm. not, I'm gonna lay in my bed because I'm depressed and don't want to get up. I'm stuck.
0: Like, I got stuck... Do you ever get stuck in the shower? Or is that a me thing? Well, I would say, kind of, but it's also, like, I don't have the amount of hot water that you do, so it's more like, if I don't get out of the shower, I'm gonna be taking a cold shower within 15 minutes. Right. So it's kind of well, like, it's more I of a... Need to
1: get a worse hot water heater, because... Um, maybe that would keep me from getting stuck in the shower so much, but
0: I got stuck in like the I shower. Like I have today. like I have like I have stand like stood in the shower, like not shaved, not done my hair. I mm-hmm. literally just kinda like stand there and be like Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so I'm also um... like I said, you said you don't really have a problem getting showers. Me, it's like I like I sound like a gross person when I say it. it's just sometimes taking a shower just feels like a task and so it's like the whole well I have to dry my hair I have to make sure it's a demand and so it's like the whole that sort of thing kind of gets to me like yes I do shower I do wash my body I do all that It just it takes a lot to do it because I just think of all the stuff that after comes after so it's not like really getting into the shower it's not like once I'm in the shower I'm fine it's the fact of I have to mess with all this other stuff so that's for me that's what it is. Yeah, it's an executive function
1: thing for you because there's so many things involved in you taking a shower that, you know, like for me, I I a shower is how I unwind. It's something that makes me feel good and I enjoy all the parts that come after a shower. I like doing my skincare and I like putting lotion on and I like putting my pajamas on. So it's like a little ritual for me. It's like part of ri- like winding down for my day. It's your routine. It's your routine. Yeah, it's, it's part of my routine and it makes me feel safe to do those things so that is it's not something that is difficult for me to do thank god um but the rest of life is right now um being showered is probably the only thing that i'm consistently able to do without feeling like it's a like it's taking everything from me um and i don't know i feel like it's really difficult to articulate this but I feel like that's probably one of the biggest reasons why my communication has been so shit lately because the questions that people ask me or like someone texting me, they're texting me or messaging me with the expectation of a response, right? It's a fucking demand. It's a demand. It's an expectation. So it's more things like you've messaged me. So now I'm expected to respond to you. And I literally don't have the fucking spoons to even pick up my phone and respond to somebody right now so like go
0: ahead no go ahead i saw a post that i wish i could find it like but it just made me think of i almost wonder if it was easier to be yes or no like um easier to be autistic and adhd like say 30 years ago like no because we didn't understand as much you know there wasn't as like widely medications blah blah but yes in the fact that we didn't have social media and messages where it's like if you wanted to reach someone they better be home right and whereas like now it's almost like you're when you text someone you are now putting this burden on them which i'm not saying like this is a bad thing I'm, i'm not using like burden as a bad thing but it's like you're basically like well how dare that person not answer me right away or like you're basically Yeah, I lost them, an entire goddamn twenty-year
1: friendship over it.
0: Yeah. So it's like you're putting up this kind of whole ex, like you said, expectation on this person. Where back in the day, like you know, 30 years ago, that wasn't a problem. Like you right. like, said so that person had to be home. And if you want to reach them, well, just to get an answer from them and they're not home, too damn bad. Like we were from the era like when texts first came around too.
1: So like we it used to be a text message was something you did when it wasn't an expected response quickly, right? right. If you wanted someone to respond to you quickly, you rang their goddamn phone. Mm-hmm. Whether it was a
0: house phone or a cell phone, you rang their fucking phone. Because yeah, I can't remember. I know like, there were people our age that did text a lot, but they were the people that had like the unlimited plans. I did not have right. that
1: so their parents had a lot of money and could pay for however many like messages they wanted so
0: where so it was just easier like to call people and we just didn't we were people that never really it was free on the phone yeah (laughs) we just never really called and like just chat on the phone like right we would just call be like hey do you want to go to this place at this time or whatever that was it where now like you said it's just it it causes burnout it's kind of the whole well, why are why are parents so stressed nowadays, like when people've been parents, you know, since the dawn of time? It's like, well, kids are now involved in a lot more shit. Like there's so many more extracurricular activities. There's so much like basically so it's kinda like the same thing. There's so much more ways to reach somebody. And I'm I'm not saying like this isn't everyone else's problem. I am part of the problem too, because I also like whenever I text someone and they don't answer me and I know that they have their phone, I get upset because it's like well, when we're hanging out, you're on your phone all the goddamn time, but you can't answer my text or my message or whatever. So I'm part of the problem. So it's like, I'm aware of this, but my my stress more comes in, like, if I message someone and I need an answer and they're not answering me, then I'm just like, then I get stressed out. But like you said, it's kind of like the whole, if you're available at all times and someone messages you, that burden is now placed on you. That expectation is now placed on you. And you then you look like the asshole because you're not answering like generally, you, right. not just you. But so that's the whole that's what just made me think of that post was we can become in a society where we just it's like instant gratification. We need an answer now. Sort of thing like, you know, and we can Google whatever answer we want. We're back in the day. Well, you better hope your Aunt Agnes had an encyclopedia Britannica, you know, to get that answer. Or, going or to you the called library. someone on the phone who knew yeah, how to do what you
1: were doing, or mm-hmm. you showed up at their house, or whatever. Right? Like, right? I can't. Like, I'm happy people don't just roll up in your home no more. But like, I at the same time, I think you hit it on the head. It's there's no boundaries to when you're available and when you're not anymore, mm-hmm. and it is absolutely destroying me. Like, I am having a hard time not, like, I'm having a hard time compartmentalizing things because I feel like there are no solid boundaries on anything anymore. And it's all, but it's also at the same time hard to put solid boundaries on things because that's a demand. It's an (laughs) expectation. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. an expectation. So it's like, it's just really, it's really fucking difficult right now. And. It feels and looks a lot like I'm just too lazy to, or I don't want to, so I'm not going to, and I'm just being, you know, it's like, I don't I don't want to, so I'm not going to. I just don't want to. And it's like, no, you get it. You don't get it. Like, I would love to be able to get up from this bed and fold all this laundry that's sitting here driving me crazy because it's all over my room, mm-hmm. stressing me out further because my room is a mess. But I am so physically and emotionally shut down that I literally can't. Like, I just fucking can't. And the thought of doing one more goddamn thing or having one more expectation placed on me might do me in. It feels like death. Like, I I can't explain it any way other than that. Like, Mm -hmm. it sends me into full fucking shutdown. Full shutdown. Like I, I feel that I am very close to the brink of a complete and total fucking shutdown,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't know at this point, like what fixes that. I was supposed to be off this weekend, and I have to go in. I had to go into work today because the girl who was supposed to work quit and they messed up when her last day was. So now, so she needed that shift covered and it's drill weekend. So Jordan's not here. So then I had to find someone to watch the kids. Then I had to go to work when it's supposed to be my weekend off. And tomorrow I have to go into and help with things because our grand opening is on Monday and the two people that are working ha- would have way too much to do all by themselves, even though they're perfectly capable of fucking doing it all. So, I have to go in and make sure that they're not going to fucking not do what needs to be done because that's another issue that we're having. Cause things just aren't fucking happening. So like, I have to make sure that that shit's getting done instead of being home doing nothing like I need to be doing or being home cleaning my house, like also needs to fucking happen. But like, I know that like to other, to most people it's like, well, there's everyone has the same 24 hours, but in reality, no, they fucking don't. So like, I might have the same, technically the same amount of hours in a day that you do, but what it takes me to get through those 24 hours costs me a fuck of a lot more energetically than it would someone else. And what I'm capable of and what you're capable of should not
0: be compared simply because you can do something. It's kind of like like telling someone, like two able bodied people, to, okay, run a marathon, but. You guys are both, be, both perfectly capable of running this marathon. You both are able-bodied. But if the other person, one person does better on it than the other person, this someone that's trained as an athlete and someone who's just been a couch potato their whole life, like, well, why can't the couch potato run as fast as the athlete? That makes no sense. They both are able-bodied. That makes, what do you mean? Like, that? that's how it makes me, what makes me think of it. It's like, well, yes, but I don't have the capabilities of doing something that this other person has. Like, I, right. people are different. I know that's mind-blowing and groundbreaking, but people are different. So, yeah, and I might technically I'm able-bodied. I'm mm-hmm. able to get up
1: and physically do the things, right? Like physically my body can do those things. But I'm not able-brained. Mm-hmm. So, I am not able in my brain to make the meat suit get up and do the things. And it the the mental health aspect of that is also a struggle because i know that i need to get up and do it and i know that getting up and doing it would in some way alleviate some of the extraneous stress that is on me because the clutter and the things that are piling up that are visual expectations would no longer be there but it is such a fucking fight to get up and do the thing and that cycle just keeps going on and on and on and on and on in my head And then that creates worse burnout and worse mental health. And then eventually that creates fucking depression. So it's like... (laughs) It's just really hard to get that through to someone who does not fucking understand that our brains are constantly working against us. and. It's already taking everything we have just to basically function in a day. And then that makes the littlest things feel so fucking much harder than they really are. And then add all the little things times, I don't know, however many millions of things are done in a day, right? Like, Mm -hmm. down to yawning. Every time I yawn, I say "God damn it" or "Fucking hell" or something, because I don't want to yawn. It's annoying. I don't like yawning. It's not fun for me, but I can't control it. I can't stop a yawn. I can't make a yawn go away. Same with sneezing. Like I can't stop a sneeze. And like down to bodily functions. Like I have literally laid in my bed until I almost was going to pee my pants because I needed to pee, and I did not want to move. Like I literally. I was like, no, we've held our bladder longer than this. You're going to fucking sit here because I'm not, I, I don't have it in me to get up to pee. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait until I literally cannot wait any longer. And then I will walk the 10 steps from
0: my bed to the bathroom and go pee. So, like, what do you think the difference between PDA and executive dysfunction is? So, like, to me, like, it sounds pretty close. For me, it's more executive dysfunction. I feel like I, It's like, it's like, I'm not avoiding the demand. I just can't do it.
1: Yeah. So the, the, the avoiding part comes in to where, like, so like I said, like, I was avoiding replying to you.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I was, I'm avoiding going to the bathroom because it's a demand my body is making of me and I don't want to comply with that right now. Um. Executive function plays a part because you need your executive functions to complete your tasks and, and demands and all of that good jazz, right? Like, you need those things. So when you're also burnt out on top of being demand avoidant, and then your demand avoidance is heightened during your burnout, it just, it's, like, all fucking linked together. So it's really hard to parse out exactly what it is what, but... It's like a I big like, diagram.
0: Yeah. Like, big like, demand, demand
1: avoidance is, like, the action, right? Like, the action situation. So, like you're actively, I mean, not, I don't wanna say that. That's gonna sound like you're choosing it, but like it's the action part, right? So the functions have to be in place or functioning for you to complete
0: the task or the demand. But like executive dysfunction leads into PDA, but PDA doesn't necessarily have to lead to executive dysfunction. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I do think executive dysfunction
1: just makes your PDA worse because you you know you should be doing the thing, but not only are you avoiding doing the thing because you're avoiding demands right now because the thought of demands is overwhelming you and making you feel like you can't like function, but also you are executively dysfunctional. Like you're you're dysfunctional at the same time. So like you don't you can't get through the task anyway. So then that adds more to your avoidance because you know that you don't have the spoons to do the task and that you're deep in dysfunction right now. So that leads to more
0: avoidance, if that makes sense. Like, let me read this, like, because I found this on um, Reddit just now. Um, sure. The subreddit is um, slash Asperger's. Uh, this is like a three-year-old post, but someone said, what is the difference between demand avoidance and executive dysfunction? I'm diagnosed with autism. My psychologist believes I fulfill both the Asperger's and PDA profiles. I'm curious about whether my severe lack of motivation and inability to do everyday chores/slash tasks are due to executive dysfunction or demand avoidance. To me, whenever I have to do something, even something I enjoy or feel quite neutral about, like reading or cooking, I get this overwhelming sense of being unable to do the thing, and a very strong feeling of inner resistance. It's like I have to push through a barrier between me and the task. This has been happening since an autistic burnout seven years ago. Has anyone experienced this? And if so, do you think this has to do with your demand avoidance of negative dysfunction? There's only one reply, but I'll, I'll go ahead and it's kind of short, so I'll go ahead and read it. It says, I have a PDA diagnosis. With PDA, it's exactly as you say. Even if you want to, there's the demand of anxiety that stops you. However, you can't bypass it somehow. And then they say they have all sorts of tricks that executive dysfunction can impact whether you can carry out the task or not, regardless of whether you've bypassed the BDA block, and then they link something from autismawarenesscenter.com. Basically, PDA is the first hurdle. Then you have ED to deal with, so it's twice as hard. One can be productive, even with PDA. I'm self-employed, which takes a huge amount of discipline. But you have to consistently trick yourself. The issue is more with people as... As if they trigger my PDA. They get discarded without even a glance. Whether I like it or not. Which is very hard. So. Basically. Yeah. And
1: I think that is why a lot of my text messages go unread. And then forgot about. Because it's like. The text has triggered my PDA. And then. I. Ignore it. And then ignore. Come. Like turns into. Oh shit I forgot. Right. So like i'm only i'm not meaning to ignore it forever i'm just i'm giving myself time to be able to answer them and then i forget (laughs) to answer Mm -hmm. them so it's like and then i'll go i'll look at it again and i'm like shit i forgot now it's gonna be three times as much like work because i'm gonna have to apologize now before i even answer them and then it gets pushed off again unwillingly and then I forget again. And then more time passes. And then it becomes like a really terrible anxiety thing.
0: So you like. Know, like... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say. Uh, I just. I was looking at another link of. Like relationship between pathological demand avoidance and ADHD. Because they said PDA is part of like autism. Where. Yeah. A big, big is more a part of ADHD. But obviously if you have both. You can have both. Um, it said. According to PDA Society, there are anecdotal, <coughs> excuse me, anecdotal reports that many people with PDA also meet the diagnostic criteria for ADHD, but research is needed to establish whether there are, is any connection. Generally, the traits associated with PDA can overlap with the traits associated with, with autism. The connection between ADHD and PDA might be because ADHD and autism often co-occur together. To others ADHD might seem like PDA and vice versa but both ADHD and PDA can cause executive dysfunction. Both can make it difficult to initiate tasks, complete tasks and control impulses. But with PDA, people avoid demands simply because they are demands. Other people with ADHD might avoid demands from time to time, extreme demand avoidance isn't a typical symptom of ADHD. So I, it's it's flipped of what I said earlier. So I said executive dysfunction can lead to demand avo- to PDA but not vice versa, but it's more like PDA can lead to such dysfunction, but not necessarily, you know, the other way around. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like PDA is just like a hurdle. Mm-hmm. And then once Area. you get into it, your executive functioning is like what you need to actually carry out the right. tax or demand. So, yeah. Right. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I, I wish I had more mental clarity to like really be able to explain all the ways that this affects me but i feel like the text message one is a is a pretty easily explainable thing um because i can clearly see why with all of these things applied that that keeps happening right it's just like one very easy and relatable ish um thing to give an example on but like down to, like I said, like the bodily functions and compliments from people. And, um, just, I feel like it's harder for me to mask right now as well. And so the harder that it's been to mask, the harder that it is to get through a work day without causing issues. Um whether the issues show up at work or they show up at home, it's going to show up somewhere because I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot right now. And I want to continue to like, learn about this and sort of try to suss out what's what. And I think for me, it's probably always going to be a mixed bag. Like there's, always going to be a little bit of both going on. But I do feel like learning about this makes me feel a little less like a failure and like a lazy sack of shit because I can't help it, right? Like I'm doing the best that I can to mitigate because even though I can't help it, I do understand that Logically speaking, I'm still a very pragmatic person at the same time that there are tasks that just have to be completed at some point. Um,
0: and there's no, no way around it, really. And I saw this post and this just made me think of this, too, um, or not post. It was like a real, I think. But it was like, why is it with people with like ADHD or autism, whichever one they were talking about. They can excel at work. They seem like the best worker, but then as soon as they enter the front door of their home, all of a sudden, everything just stops. So it's like I even thought about like, well, you're going into work tomorrow to make sure that everything gets done for work, but mm-hmm. you don't have the spoons to do it at home. Which I'm not saying in a negative way because I'm the same way. It's like I can go to work if like if my boss gives me a list of tasks, I can do them. If I give myself a list of tasks through my home, hmm. Right, I like, if them. you called me tomorrow and said, Nikki, I can't,
1: like, I'm stuck and I need help doing X, Y, Z, can you come help me? I would show up, I would have all the energy in the world, we'd knock it all the fuck out, and it'd be fine. But, when I got home, I'd look at the laundry and say, fuck that, and lay down on top of it and go to sleep before I fucking moved a single thing of it to put away. Right? Like.
0: Like, it'd be like, Nikki, come out, come me with my laundry. Yes, ma'am, sure will. And then it's like. Right like I don't know why that is I wish I'm sure there's a reason like like the whole people pleasing thing part of me whatever psychological term that is but the whole like these people are depending on me at work and also because I can get paid to work I don't get paid to clean my own fucking house and right. like the whole these people are like if my boss came to my house I'd be like Manda, in order for you I need you to clean your house and it, it affects your job I would right. get done. But because it just affects me, it might not get done. Right.
1: So, I don't know. Um, maybe someday I'll figure it out. Or maybe someday mm-hmm. I'll make enough money to where I can hire someone to do these things for me and then I don't have to worry about it. Um, but right now, that's not my life. And I think for me, too, it helps to just... Because I'm an external processor. Um, and if you don't know what that means, it just means that I, can, I like to process my thoughts out loud and sometimes I don't necessarily need feedback I just like to say things out loud because I feel like it helps me to just hear it and then I can get it out of my head and out into the open and so it doesn't feel like it's just swirling in there making everything worse um so like sometimes it just helps to talk about it And then maybe tomorrow I'll be able to do something or even when we get done with this call, maybe I'll fold some shit. Like, I'm already feeling a little bit lighter just talking about it. But I will say that it's not fun. (laughs) Um, It's not a choice. Um, Believe me, I would much rather just clean up the fucking room or do the fucking dishes because at the end of the day... Dishes are just dishes. It's not a fucking monumental task. It's not like I've been asked to carve the goddamn likeness of a beautiful goddess out of some fucking stone. It's dishes, right? I'm not even washing them. I'm putting them in the fucking dishwasher and putting a pot in and shutting it and hitting a button and the dishwasher's doing it. But it feels like I've been asked to revive the Sistine Chapel. That's what it feels like to me. That's what it feels like to me. And I feel like not only is that a monumental task, but it's going to have a lot of eyes on it. And also, I don't know how to paint like that. Um, And I'm scared of heights, so that's not going to work for me, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it feels like that. And I don't have a better way to describe it. I really don't.
0: Yeah, one, my dishes used to be a lot of hard thing for me. And I think I told you this last time I was at your house. I just, for me, it's just, I, after I had that whole, like I said, depression episode where I had to throw away probably good, third of my dishes because i just let them mold for so long and just put them in my tub to avoid them and let me get this let me get this like let me make this clear um my tub and my shower are separate so it's not like i was avoiding showering or just showering around this tub of dishes like yeah. i just have i have a separate tub for my shower you have so. the bathtub of my dreams and you don't yep. even use it yep because i hate the feeling like, uh, i hate the feeling <laughs> I'm still the
1: bathtub,
0: so no i can't and that's
1: can't. my idea of zen mm-hmm. so yeah
0: so Anyway, the, the, um, but now it's, I got to the point where I might leave one dish in the sink just to, like, say I have something with cheese on it, I will, like, leave it in the dish and let it, like, soak. Like, I'll just put enough water on it to let it soak, and then I put it, but basically, like, as soon as I'm done with my dish, I just put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. That's it. I just put in the dishwasher. That's, like, what's helped me. It's, like, not pile, because I used to let it pile up. And I'm not saying this as, like, advice for you, because I know you guys, you have four people in your house. Yeah, I would require
1: being consistent with emptying my dishwasher.
0: <laughs> yeah, and see, like, once my dishwasher... It's a daily and like, thing. And sometimes, like, my dishwasher does turn into what my dryer turns into, where yeah. I just pull out the clean dishes from that and just use them. And then and then when I get to the point where I either say I use, like, special, like, like a pot that I, I haven't mm-hmm. used, I'm not going to use for whatever reason, or like a pizza cutter or whatever, then when I get to the point where I need to put these dishes in the dishwasher, the ones that I've used, then I'll empty the dishwasher. So it's more, so why, this is just a question um, and it's, it's going to sound snarky, but why don't your kids do that? Because my youngest is also demand, uh, highly demand
1: avoid. I'm 99.9% sure that he is a PDA or worse than me. Um, And that unloading is his job. So it does take a lot for me to convince him to do that. Um, And honestly, when you're a parent, I'm not saying it's right. It's not. But sometimes it's just easier to do it your fucking self, right? Than to fight with your kids. To do the thing that they should be doing. Um, I will say. um, There has been. A lot lately. Where that is. It's happening whether I want to fight with him or not. Because Nicholas is now going to be. He's going to be 12 this year. And I'm sorry. Your little ass can take the trash out. Like your father should not have to do that every fucking day. You're old enough to go get the trash from the road. Take the trash out. Like that's his job now. It, his job is trash. And not just his trash, not just the kitchen trash, the whole fucking house is trash. So today we had to collect Sundays is the day to collect all the trash bags in the house and take them out. Right. So he had to do that today. Now the littlest one is supposed to be unloading the dishwasher. And Nicholas' job is supposed to be to load the dishwasher. Well, just life happens and we're so ready for them to go to bed and then we don't make them do it. And then it just stacks up. And it's like, is it? Would it life be easier if we just did the same thing every night? Sure would, but that's just not what happens. And now we're at the place where Nicholas will tell you to fuck off, quite literally, if you said go do those dishes. He'd be like, "Absolutely fucking not. You won't even touch those. I'm not fucking touching those. You can kick rocks, bitch, right? Like, he would never actually say that to me, but you know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. Like, I can't even bring myself to touch them, and he is so, like... He has to wear gloves when he does when he does the dishes, even
0: if they've Mark been rinsed the and way. they're not dirty. So yeah, like the same way.
1: Yeah, he has to wear gloves. So like I would never make him do that right now because it's so fucking bad. But you're right. Like, and I know like logically I know if we just do the thing every night, right? It wouldn't be so bad. But it just doesn't happen. And I don't know how to make that a consistent thing, other than just doing the thing every night and which is the problem just doing the yeah, thing is the problem is the problem just doing the thing is the problem right for everyone in our house we don't have a single neurotypical in here so it's like it's not like one person is like we can do this we can stick to a routine there's no even leader, my husband basically. is neurospicy, like but he's the kind of neurospicy that likes order and he feels like he has to fight everyone All the time. To keep the house in order. And he's tired of fighting us. And so he just does it himself. And then till he's burnt out. And then things aren't getting done. Because he's burnt out. So. I don't know. We're a mess. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. If they were little neurotypical kids. It wouldn't be such a big deal. Shut the fuck up and do the dishes. Would work. Right? Mm -hmm. But. When. It causes a fucking meltdown. Because he's had a rough day at school or used all his spoons or you know just any of the things that we get triggered by as adults happen and then asking him to do his chore that he does does every every day that he does every day sets him off because he wants to relax at home like i do when i've had a long fucking day it's the same reasons why i don't do it and now i'm asking him to do it and he has a fucking meltdown right Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know (laughs) We're we're an entire house full of neurospicies. So it's difficult for all of us in the same way, which is hard. Mm-hmm. So be different if we had one neurotypical in here running the goddamn show, you know, wrangling the squirrels, so to say. But we don't. We have my one very burnt out husband
0: mm-hmm.
1: who deserves a fucking lifetime supply of anything he asks for. For the shit that he puts up with. With all three of us. So, so yeah. But that's really. Like really all I had. Mm-hmm. I just sort of wanted to bitch. But also like. I was listening. Like I said. I was listening to our episode on this. And it was kind of. Well it wasn't like entirely clinical or anything. It was a lot of like. Learning. It was a learning based one. So we're just sort of discovering it. And so I feel like this one. It can lend a little bit more like like, of what does it look like in real time. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. what does it look like in real life for us? Like, how does it apply to us? So. So, yeah. Maybe we'll do some more revisits. But, uh. Yeah. That, yeah, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's, that's the, way the, the cream.
0: Crumbles. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, that's the cream.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I said that's why the cookie crumbles. I know, but this was mm-hmm. not the cookie. This no. is the cream. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: i'm going back to my oreo reference i know, you know and i'm saying it. the whole thing is an oreo and i'm just i'm just using an ink Anch- not anchorman um bruce almighty thing i think that's what he says that's why the cookie crumbles
1: maybe yeah it's been a very long time since i've watched that movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i didn't get hyper fixated hyper fucker fuck, fuck hyper fixated on it
0: oh okay Put them out of their misery, Amanda. I think we're mm-hmm. done. Yes. So okay. thank you all for joining. Um, we're going to be doing the fuckery here soon. but So you can stick around for that. Or you can bounce like little traitors. It's fine.
1: <laughs> or if the demand is too high for you to listen to shit you don't care about, you may exit the room now. Um, no, they're, they're traitors. It's fine. There is no expectation for you to listen um. until the end. It is no longer going to be about tism shit. Um, we are ending the actual meat and potatoes of the show now. I um, mean, the cream. We're gonna hit yes, yeah, the cream. Sure, whatever you want to, whatever food item you can put together as a sandwich. That's what this is. It's
0: okay? a, our, our, our show is a sandwich, pierogi, and this part is the potato and cheese. Part. Yes, girl. Now I want pierogies. God damn it! I bought just
1: pot pierogies. So oh, I think I have pierogies. I even ha- I haven't had dinner yet. I think I think I have pierogies. I might be having pierogies.
0: Yay! Yay! This Yay is part pierogies. where we just kind of delve into nonsense. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, uh, we love you. All the things are linked in the socials. In the socials, no, they're not. All of the the socials are linked in the show notes. That's what I was trying to say. Um. Everywhere socials are platformed. We are just the NDC podcast everywhere. You can find us. That's where we are. Um, If you want to be on the show, if you want to have us on your show, if you want to tell us we're dumb, if you want to say that this shit sucks, if you want to add one more fucking expectation to me to respond to you, send us an email uh, at the NDC podcast at gmail.com. That should be it right? Yeah. I think that's all the things. Show notes. That's what they're there for. Go look. It's there. Okay. Love you. Bye. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bye. We're going to hit the Jeremy. (laughs) You may now leave. If you do not want to stay for Jeremy, here's Jeremy. Love it. We've made it to the other side, folks. Mm -hmm. Let the fuckery begin.
0: Also, we are here today. Are you you in either of the documents? I am.
1: I sure am.
0: Let me open up the other one. There we go.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, in the ideas document, you are a hippo. (laughs) Thanks. And in in the AI story document, you're sympathy.
0: I'm a unicorn.
1: <laughs> You're a unicorn. <laughs> so we've gotten a squirrel and a unicorn so far. Now we just need to get a goat. And have we gotten a cat yet? Oh, we got the Nyan cat or Nyan cat, whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we've gotten a Jeremy. We've gotten a sympathy. We need to get a Finnegan. Yeah, a goat. And we've gotten our squirrel mm-hmm. to represent our ADHD. So, yeah we're gonna get there okay i wasn't even looking at yawn but i did yawn so that's not too bad but you're right not looking at yawn helped was i on five is this five or six I, uh six maybe we're gonna do both five and six just in case yeah, just in case cover all our bases maybe one or the other who knows okay um yeah so we're here let's let's jeremy it up and then i do have a couple of things i want to to add for the folks who stick around so let's let's hit the jeremy what we got
0: going on here Mender? okay so Previously on The Fellowship of Jeremy. While fighting Morgana the witch, she sent out a bolt of lightning, which struck right next to Finnegan, causing him to faint. This caused Morgana to laugh so hard that she was incapacitated. Seeing that she was basically taken care of, Finnegan's grandfather, Penumbra, considered the ordeal over and everyone safe and poofed away. Finnegan the fainting goat lived up to his name and saved the day. Jeremy, this like a cat, told everyone, come on guys, let's move out. Binky, grab Finnegan. Sympathy, grab any logs you can find for a fire tonight. Velvet, can you... Wait. Hey, guys. Where's Velvet?
1: Okay. So before you start, <laughs> do you mm-hmm. want to add background music to this? We can. Because I know you talked about it before. and We can if... add it in here. Sure. Right now. Sure. We'll try it. Okay. Let's see what this is. It
0: sounds like I'm at a... Uh... A spa. A spa.
1: What about this one? Not a fan.
0: No. (laughs) It's something probably should try before we started, but that's okay. I like it, but doesn't fit the story. like I'm going down a road on a motorcycle. (laughs) Now I'm in an anime. Okay, what's this? Ow. That
1: that hurts my brain. Oh, we just listened to that one. What's feeding the ducks?
0: Why is it called Baiting the Ducks? I have no idea. It's like ringtones that don't sound like what they are. Maybe we should just not. Maybe we just right don't now. and say we didn't. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fine. Okay. What? Why is it still going? Stop it. Shut up. I, don't know where I don't even know where you're clicking on these, so... in brand. It's, like, all the way at the bottom. Did you shut up now? What? It's not... It wouldn't shut up. Okay, there we go. Sorry, it was still playing.
0: playing. The mute button. There we go.
1: Oh, yeah! There's a mute button! Hi! Hello! <laughs> read. Okay, read. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go.
0: Every Everyone started roaming around the forest, shouting for a velvet. Velvet, where are you? It's okay, everything is safe now, Binky the Hardy cried out. He searched around for Velvet in the bushes. Since the sun was close to setting, it was getting more and more difficult to find the black furred cat. It's like she's gone. We've got to find her, Sympathy the Unicorn said. What do you mean she's gone? I'm sure she's around here somewhere, Jeremy replied. He hopped up on a rock and began looking around, when all of a sudden he saw a flash of black run by. That had to be her! Jeremy was about to follow the black blur, when suddenly he heard a noise that caused his ears to perk up, like a loud screech. What was that? Meanwhile, deeper into the forest, Velvet, afraid that everyone in the forest would have run off by the time she came back, was standing on the shores of a lake. She became startled, and when she heard a screech in the water and spotted what looked like a mermaid sitting on a nearby rock next to a lagoon.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: Hello there, she said in a soothing voice. The mermaid turned towards Velvet and gave her a long, condescending look up and down. What do you want, cat? Um, okay, no need to be rude. Do you happen to know where the others are? They're my friends, and I got separated from them, Velvet replied, surprised at the mermaid's brusqueness. The mermaid huffed. Don't worry, you'll be back with them soon enough. Yeah, okay, well, vague, but, uh, thanks. Oh, and by the way, what's your name? Velvet asked. Just call me Marina. "'Okay, Marina, I'm Velvet. Do you know what that loud screech was?' "'Ugh, can't you just leave me alone? I don't want to be bothered by anyone, let alone some mangy cat.' Marina turned away from Velvet and dove back into the water, effectively ending their conversation. (laughs) "'Well, that was uncalled for,' Velvet said to herself. "'Time to try and find the others.' All of a sudden, Jeremy, Sympathy, and Binky, carrying Finnegan, burst into the clearing. "'Velvet? Velvet!' Jeremy exclaimed. "'We found you. Are you all right?' Besides being snubbed by an uppity mermaid, I'm fine. How did you find me? We followed a noise and happened upon you. Did you hear it? Sympathy said. Before anyone could say anything else, the noise returned, seemingly closer than ever before. It was so loud, it caused Finnegan to suddenly wake up in a startle, causing Binky to drop him. In a daze, he said, what the hell was that? They all slowly turned around, only to be face to face with a rather unusual sight. To be continued.
1: Oh, another cliffhanger. I love it.
0: I love a good cliffhanger. It's wonderful. Now, I said earlier, like, to you before we recorded that 75% of this was me. i probably reading this back. Probably 90% of this was me. Like, I think the AI did one paragraph of this.
1: Well, see, you can write a story all by yourself. I mean, that's debatable. You did it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because the AI story was... AI story talk. I don't know what it is with the AI being a murderous bitch, but, like... (laughs) Before I started writing it out, it was like Jeremy like when Jeremy was trying to look for Velvet, he what did it say? It said something like he felt a great pain in his back and then all of a sudden his innards started coming out. What? And he had he went into the water, like he went into some water to clean himself up and the innards kept spinning. And then like Velvet was somewhere else down the stream talking to a blue talking fish named Eureka, like, Eureka, like, not Eureka, I, I got it, like, Eureka, and with long teeth that was trying to find their parents, like, finding Dory, like, finding fucking Dory, and I'm like, oh God, I'm like, no, no, stop, just stop, and, like, it just kept going off the rails, like, and not in a funny way, I'm like, what is with you, you crazy-ass bitch, stop, and so <laughs> I had to try to steer it to keep it. On, on task, basically. Oh, God. Okay. Well, it was a good one. I love a good
1: cliffhanger. You know we do. Um, A couple announcements before we shut her down for the night. I wanted to uh, show y'all the new Mad Lib. Mm-hmm. It's called... Maybe I can show you the new Mad Lib. It's kind of glary. My bleeping family is what it's called. That's real glare. There you go. Maybe that's better. Yeah. My bleeping family. Adult Mad Libs. So we did find an adult Mad Lib. This time around. So we will be exploring that next week. Mother of fucking Pearl. Okay. We'll hitting 7. 7 it is. Um, it is officially approaching 8.30. So I, I'm allowed after 7 to do these now. Because it's we're approaching 8.30. Um, but anyway. Mad Lib incoming. You guys would have already seen by the time this airs all of the new logos and things. And I think I finally figured out a good starter for the Patreon.
0: Mhm.
1: I think what we could do cuz we're we're getting to a point where this would be an extensive amount of content. So it definitely would take some time to complete this and would be well worth a paid subscription for. I think we are now approaching a place where there is enough Jeremy content that we could clip it out of the episodes and compile it by episode in a playlist on a Patreon. So if the people just wanted to catch up on Jeremy, they didn't have to go back through all of our old episodes and then scroll through. Do you know what I mean? So like if they want to to listen to the Chronicles of Jeremy in chronological order, right? And just Jeremy, we could have that put together for them in a playlist as well as our Mad Libs per episode as they are completed. And so like we could put a picture of our nineties, one a picture of our Pokemon one, and then oh, fucking hell a picture of the new one. Like because we have two that are completed now. Mm -hmm. So like we could clip out our Mad Lib per book and make those playlists that people could listen to consecutively. You know what I mean? Because some of the Mad Libs are funny as fucking that 90s one. I mean, we had some damn good ones. So I feel like for people to just listen and and laugh at a collection of really funny fucking Mad Libs. And really, like, strange and weird and funny AI stories. I think it'd be fun. Mm -hmm. So I think we could start our content there with Patreon. Um, If you're down with that, I'm asking you in real time. If you're down with that, I can get to work on clipping a lot of that out. And start compiling it. And then once we're at a good place... It's probably going to take me several months to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless I get a wild hyperfixation hair up my ass. And I'm able to knock it out faster. (laughs) Um, But I feel like I finally have a solid idea for uh, something I feel is worth someone paying even a dollar a month for. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. What do you think?
0: Yeah. I think it'd be good. And I still... I have started um downloading the audio from our like the audio, like I've downloaded, like just a few but like the audio from our older episodes um, okay. to put over gameplay sure uh ones cuz I have all those like on my computer and stuff so just like creating random ones like like picking one of my games either ones that we did together or ones that I did with like Mark and Tyler um that way we can always we can post those on YouTube or whatever so yeah, for sure. Um,
1: and then, you know, at some point, that's where our personal gaming content. Whenever we have fine fucking time to record that again, uh, will live as well. So, like when you and I game together, play Wow or whatever we decide to play. I kind of want to try to play that Portal Two with you. I think that would be fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get it on Steam, so mm-hmm. it's something we could try and play together. Um, so maybe we'll we'll figure out how to make that happen too. But I think for now. We just work on things we can put in a backlog and have something to start with, and right. then go from there. Um, and so we'll make an announcement when the Patreon's actually live. It'll be the same handle as everything else because I've already secured one for us in, like months and months ago. Um, but whenever it's live, we'll let you guys know. But I think that's how we're going to start it: is a uh, a nice little compilation of our Mad Libs and our our AI stories. So,
0: and also, if you listen this far, um, the secret phrase can be Amanda is a unicorn. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. Amanda is a unicorn. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, I love that. That's that's uh that's where we're at today. I think I think that's all I got because now I need to go muster the spoons to wrangle my children to bed, which shouldn't be too difficult. They actually go to bed pretty easily. Um. Force them to their beds. And then I'm going to push the clothes on mine to one side. Um, if I get froggy, I might even just sort them into baskets real quick. Because there's not that many there. I just need to go get another basket. And then I'm going to climb in my bed. And I might play Horizon... I got, last night. Oh, yeah, I got pretty far last night. I did get. Yeah, I got pretty okay. far last night. Um, but honestly, I don't know. Like, I like the game, but I don't know if I like it as much as
0: Hogwarts Legacy. It's it's a harder game for sure. It like, is. I ha- I haven't finished it because I'm I'm not good like with games that involve bows and arrows, which is just all what it is. I don't know why it is. Like, a game mechanic can have bows and arrows and guns. With the same aim system, and I will be better with the gun than the bow and arrow. Can explain why? I'm opposite. Mm-hmm. I found I'm actually really good with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm.
1: I am. I'm really good with like hiding and sniping with a bow. Mm-hmm. So I
0: could get good with hiding um, and sniping with a gun in a game. So, but I think it's because like I grew up playing like Halo and yeah. all those other ones. So, so I'm actually really
1: good with a bow and arrow. So I enjoy that bit of it because I do feel like it's easier to make kills for me in the game.
0: But also, to be fair, I'm playing on story mode. So, (laughs) yeah, I, 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 you can call me fake gamer or whatever, but it's like, I, and I've told Mark this, Mark's, Mark is hardcore gamer and and not hardcore as in like, he plays everything in Nightmare Difficulty or whatever. It's more like he just games all day, every day. Yeah. So even Mark was like, I play stuff on easy mode unless I purposely want a challenge for something. And he goes, there's nothing wrong with that. Because I'm more there for the story and for the characters than I am. Right. I, I don't like being frustrated. I like I like being frustrated, so it's like I will just play, like I will sometimes play a game on like a harder difficulty. Like me and Mark play Halo on heroic, which is the second hardest difficulty because we've just played so much fucking Halo that yeah, that is like almost like easy mode for us. So, um, so that's that's where I'm at. It's like I I do story mode or easy mode for what for whatever like every time. Spider Man game, Hogwarts Legacy, all those like I just do easy mode for because I just don't want to I don't like being frustrated especially when I'm trying to relax playing a game I don't want to be annoyed
1: yeah and that's where I was getting last night because I just like and the map is so vast like I thought Mm -hmm. Hogwarts Legacies map was vast oh yeah it's a big game huge and then there's all the DLCs that go with it too like I just started this is just zero dawn like that's the only one that's what I'm on right now and so I don't I haven't started any of the DLCs and then there's also like other things like It just seems insurmountable, like an insurmountable task right now. So I'm just like, I don't know if I have it in me to do Horizon um, tonight. But I got really fucking far last night. But now I'm just like, I'm over it. Like, I'm I'm kind (laughs) of over it. So I got like that with Hogwarts Legacy on my second go around. I'm like not even halfway through it because I kind of was over it. So I might go back to Hogwarts Legacy for a little bit.
0: Yeah, and I tried doing the reason. Hogwarts because I almost got all the achievements for Hogwarts Legacy. I just missing the one where, like the one, like the three that like make it basically make it through the intro of the other houses. So I did the whole game as a Ravenclaw, and then I started another one as a Slytherin because I wanted to see like each of their um, dorm areas, each of their yeah, stuff. yeah stuff. So like you get it to I forgot what they consider the intro. It's only, like, a few hours. Like, it's really, like, two to three hours. Like, if you just go straight to it, it should only take two to three hours. Well, I got, like, halfway through with the Slytherin character. But it's, like, I just want to do the other two as well. Like, I made two girls and two boys. And so that's really all I have to do. But I'm, like, I played this game so much, I don't want to do it anymore. And that's how I got with Fallout. Like, I made it so far in Fallout, and I just stop. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: that's I where got, I'm feeling like I'm at with, with Horizon at the current moment. I just feel like... I'm done. I was done, kind of done with Hogwarts Legacy. I'm getting kind of done with Horizon, even though I'm nowhere near deep into Horizon. Horizon's a long game. Done right now. So I don't know. Maybe I'll find something else to play or I'll just chill. But either way, I'm going to go relax. So I love you. I love you. And I guess we'll talk to you all later. Okay. We love you guys. Mm hmm. Bye. Bye. Find the goddamn thingy. It's in brand. And here yeah. goes the new outro.